Welcome to another episode of Prime Tech. Today, we are sharing the company of the man who supervised Kotoko's participation in the CAF Confederation Cup for the first time in about 11 years. He did so overcoming Karyobangri Sharks, overcoming Cotton Sport de Garua, secured that qualification to the group stages. And in that contest, many people have said it was the period Kotoko played arguably one of the best football games they have witnessed. In fact, I was at the stadium to work them against Encarna FC, and that first half was crazy. They said it was the agro football that he was playing. He also uh, coached Ashanti Gold, and then he went on to lead the senior national team, the Black Stars, secured qualification to the African Cup of Nations 2021, but he did not supervise that tournament for Ghana. Um, that was when the leadership of Ghana Football Association decided to part company with him. I guess by now you have an idea about the person I'm speaking about. He is Charles Koblan Akono. Thank you very much, CK. Welcome. Uh, the name, is it Kobna or Koblan? Koblan, Koblan. Most of these people get it wrong. Koblan. Koblan, that's my father's name. Oh, okay. My father is not Akono, but he's Koblan. So Charles Koblan, the name. My father's name is the middle name. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. What about that? The Akono is your name? The Akono is my uh, uncle who gave me that name. Ah, uh, uh, you are Charles. Yeah. Uh, now we have an idea. <laughs> 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 what have you been up to? I've been, I've been okay. You know, uh, by the grace of God, surviving and trying to learn a little bit about the game of, of, of uh, football yeah. and being out of the country once, twice. And then I'm back. So I'm here chilling, if you feel if you that way. <laughs> <laughs> but where did you grow up? Me? Yes. Where I grew up? Yes. I was born in Joje. Uh, okay. Uh, grew up in Nungua, and then obviously Tema was the main place uh, where the hustle started from. You know. So you're a hustler? Uh, of course, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a hustler. Still, still a hustler. Yeah. Uh, but how did you get into football uh, and not any other sport? Well, when I was in school, pre-sec, precisely, um, school teams, sports, I, was, I used to run yeah. 800 meters for the school. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then the game football, it started. But of course, from course, Temahasbe, because I started with Harbour City. Oh, okay. First Nungwa course once Temahasbe, uh, Harbour City, and then Hartofuk. Hartofuk was the main uh, place I really established myself as, as a, a good footballer and I captain the coast team. Yeah. Then uh, near you, Welbeck, uh, where my playmates are at that time. Now you've always started as a captain because we'll, we'll get to that point where you're <laughs> captain because uh, from the coast level you're captain the team. Yeah, it's, it's, it's part of me. You know, I've, I've, I grew up knowing that togetherness was one thing that can make you succeed yeah. and of course always try to get uh, the team together in the school. Yes. I was also in the, in the school team, the leader of, of, of the team, the captain. And Tim Hasbibi started with uh, the likes of uh, Abadekuma who were ahead of me at oh, that okay. time. Okay. Then when he left, then I, I, I became the captain of the, of, of the team. Did you move from Okoye United to Germany? No, no, what I moved like? a year to Ashgold. Oh, okay. Ashgold, from Ashgold, and uh, I just played a year and then moved to Germany. And how was that journey like? 
it was a difficult one, you know. I, I, I had done well for myself at that time. I had got so many David put at then, you know. He bought, uh, he signed me, Augustine Info, Samia J, uh, Yawa Champon, um, Simado. Yeah. The, we were, and the, the team was transformed from yeah. that time. Sam Jonah was then the, oh, okay. the okay. main person running the Anglo Group yeah. then, yeah. you know, and the financially were sound, you know. So we went there and we, I had a, a little bit of the professionalism, a little oh, touch okay. of it. Because when we went there, everything was different yes. from what I had experienced, you know, I before. So uh, it was good, a good uh, transition from that point before I went to Germany. When I went to Germany, obviously I went at a bad time. My weather was very poor, very bad. Wow. February. Yes. I got out of the plane. I wanted to go back, <laughs> but it was too cold in Frankfurt. You know, uh, it was it was very very hard, you know, and I couldn't believe I would be able to make it. But if I look back. I have no choice. I have to make it, you know. So because you felt that was the turning point of yeah, your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I. I, I had had chances upon chances to travel, and it all went bad. Yes. You know, we went to um, Egypt then on a twenty, led by Samade yes. as the leader, a coach of the team in a, a youth. Tournament on a 20. I think we were third. That is the medal. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were third, bronze. And I had done well. There were agents coming up, you know, thinking that hey, this is the moment. It didn't happen. I was so disappointed. It didn't happen. Rather, those who were not in the picture yes. were taken away and I was left, left out. So again, upset, you know, you, you go down. And then all of a sudden, I, I was very fortunate. I was then the youngest in the senior national team, the front line. Yes. And then I was doing well. Otto Fista then had taken me into yeah. the team. It was a magic, you know. Um, at that time, I had also been dropped from the Olympic squad, Barcelona, yes. in 92. And then I came back disappointed, went back to Ashgold, played one match. I was invited to run a 20 national team. We played, Otto Fista saw me. Picked me. So those who were then with the Barcelona squad yeah. were all then behind. They had to fight to get there. <laughs> <laughs> You've had many disappointments oh, yeah, in your yeah. life, actually. Yeah, it's, it's always been part of, part of me, you know, and somehow I get back. How do you do it? Yeah. It's, it's the faith and the belief I have in me and to, to obviously understand the work of God, yes. how things work, you know, because where you think you, you, you deserve it, you're disappointed. You know, but you don't, you don't give up in life. Tell life, us about your life in Germany. Life in Germany was, was good, ups and down, you know, in terms of racism at that time. was wow. a bit on the high in Germany. I've had encounters where I was almost beaten, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And survived. You, you go to a restaurant, you don't want, they don't want to serve you because not, not the, the restaurant, but those who are also there to be served. Oh, okay, okay. They don't want you to sit next, next to them and, and they behave funny towards you. you know? And so these were challenges that I went, apart from the uh, uh, football aspect of life, the private life was also a, a difficult one. So you, you go to a restaurant and you are being looked at. At a, a different, funny way. Like you know, they are What is this monkey doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of thing. And sometimes you get upset. 
you know, I've had situations where I was in a train, I wasn't driving then, where I've been attacked by what we call the black angels. Those guys do, they do their, yes. uh, you know, attacked in a way, but all these were part of the journey. But with all these challenges, how did you rise to the extent that you were even able to capture Bruce? Yeah, I, I, I was tough. My attitude changed towards the whites. The whites, you know. I and and you saw them to be different from yeah. Them. And so I was always and then from there I started learning the language. I went to the president and said I want to learn the language. You don't go to the president and talk to him like that because he's a crazy man. Tony Buffalo will tell you. I went to his office. Uh, what then he had to bring in some uh, interpreter. I said, I want to learn the language now. So you speak German? Yeah, of course I can. <laughs> can you try something? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can speak. What do you, when you speak, I can, I can, I can speak with you. Oh, okay. Mm. I, I, I get it. I get it. Which mm. tournament was the first tournament you played for the Black Stars? 1994, uh, Tunisia. Tunisia, 94. 94, 96, 96, 98, and 2000. How was it like in the national team? <laughs> to be honest with you, um, where I really enjoyed most was when I was with under 20s when we went to Australia. Oh, okay. And that was, I think, my best moment as far as the national team is, con is concerned. I, I enjoyed the group was good. We were very good together. We had fun. We enjoyed, you know, the likes of Augustina Himfu, uh, um, Benugu. Yeah. Oh, okay. They would crack some jokes in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you yeah. were always a serious person. So. I was, I was. I was. <laughs> I don't, you wouldn't want to laugh. But you go and hide and laugh. It was funny. You know? and, and I wish I had that group till I, you know, like you don't come. It was, it was fun. And when we get on the field of play, we know time it is, what time it is. Yes. We, we were there to deliver. Yes. You know? We were very serious on the field of play, but off the field of play too. We had fun. It fun. was fun. It was like... How was that different from the national team, the Black Stars itself? No, you know, the Black Stars were maybe, if I should say, too serious, and we had a lot of egos. Oh, okay. And, and, and there wasn't anybody who was... Lighten up the who, yeah, who, who could change that or control those egos. You know, it, it looks like the players were too bigger. Bigger than the, uh, the, national the, the national team itself. <laughs> yeah, and and truly, we had big players. We had those who opened doors for some of us. Yes. Uh, the likes of Anthony Eboa, Abedi Pele, um, Kwame Ayu was yeah. even somebody. You know, I, I, I highly respected till today. You know, so we needed somebody who could light indeed. light, uh, and, and and it was Mind all yeah. Control the egos, you know, manage it. Uh, so, so do you just subscribe to those who say that the Black Stars squad of '92 to '98, the atmosphere within the team was very toxic? Yeah, I, I think it started from '92. I wasn't there. I was part of the qualification, but I was I was not part of the, 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 final, the, squad the final squad of the tournament. And and I think it started from there because there were a lot of issues. Which when we start to talk about it, we won't, we won't finish. <laughs> And, and it, it's cause it continued till when I, I, I got him. Of course, the atmosphere was not the best one, you know, and I was surprised. You know, we were, I personally was young, I was looking up to some of the players, some of the players big names, and you could clearly see there wasn't that kind of bonding, team, team spirit bond. bond in, in, in How did that affect you in the team? 
I, I was disappointed, but I was just focused on, on what I had to do on the field of play. You know, I, I didn't really, it didn't really bother me, but I was surprised to have seen guys who sort of have opened doors for all of us. You know, and again, it might not be the players, but the people around it couldn't control it very well, couldn't manage it very well. Was, was, was it that, was the disunity that obvious in the team? I will tell you today, it was, it was clear, it was obvious. It wasn't, you know, for instance, I think our first one was against Guinea. I didn't know nothing. We got into the dressing room. Then I was called by Maestro. Me, I think, uh, Odati Lamte, and somebody else, that some people were, were not going to play. I didn't know. We had made a squad. Was this 96? No, no, 94. Oh, okay. 94, you know. And then we were called because we, we knew who were going to play the team. And then when we got there, something happened. Some were not going to play. And I was like, what? I was shocked. You know, I, but I didn't get it. I didn't understand everything. I was, like I said, I was too young to have, you know, to have got everything right yeah. in, in my head at that time. And, and my focus was, hey, me, I've gotten a chance to, to play in the, <laughs> the, you know. The, so my, my the hustling all the way for them, I I was just focusing on, on what I had to do. And seriously, I was always thinking of what I could, I could do to help the team. You know, if I had to put my head on the, listen to me, you know, I, I was going to do it. Yeah, so, yeah. so, but I, I'm sure now, um, you know, we've gone past all yeah, those things and, and probably some of them will say, oh, it wasn't necessary, you know, yeah. because if we had got it right, if we had gotten it united. right, united, the uh, bonding of the team would, I think would have been to the, the World Cup. To, to the World Cup before the, the likes of our peers and others. And many, of, many of you always say that. <laughs> Charlie? But you were able to rise within that toxic atmosphere to become the captain of the Black Stars. How did that happen? You see, I, I, I think um, somebody like Sam Johnson, Yao Prekun, Udati Lamte, Azika Sari, and the likes yes. were ahead of me because they played in oh, okay. 92. Oh, okay. When I got into the team, I was regular, I was consistent. I never went out of the team. And some of them, as a result of injury or something, yeah. were uh, okay, okay. out of the team. Okay. So they okay. were not consistent. If you ask me how I became the captain, I think that is one of the reasons why. Because I played Four Nation Cup continuously. Oh, wow. You know, 94, 96, 98, 2000. I see. So by the time I was at the, uh, I think the the fourth year or the year? The fourth tournament. I was then a big name in the, yeah, in the, in the team. Yes. You couldn't... And in fact, in Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't... And I was present most of the time. Yes. And so, yes, we had the maestro. The maestro was going out. And if you look around, and I think the players also who, who, who agreed in, in, that, in that sort of manner. Agreed and, uh, you know, I got that chance to, to, to be captain of the team. And you... When you became captain, you replaced uh, Abedi Pelé. Yeah. How was it like? Don't, don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I always ask that question. It was too big. It is obvious. Yeah, it was too big, you know. And uh, maybe he, and I don't think we still do it. To become a captain of a national team is not easy. In Europe, what they do is they, they will nurture you into it. Oh, okay. They will educate you. They will tell you. 
what to say, you know, what, what, and I was a young boy, I didn't know nothing. Maybe I could have also been clever enough to go to Pele yes. and ask him, you know, uh, to, learn the ropes. to learn the ropes and even how to manage it, the situation. And you know, at that time, there were a lot of issues with us, sponsorship and all those things. One of the things I did, which was okay when we played, uh, we hosted the AFCON with Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. I brought in Puma. I had a personal sponsorship oh, okay. with Puma. Okay. So okay. Puma was able to give to those who didn't have sponsorship. Like, I think Apia, you know, Apia had his own, uh, Samiko 4 also had his own. And then the rest who didn't have it, we were able to, I was able to bring them on oh, board. Okay. And, they, and plus they gave him some money you know, on top of it. These are some of the petty petty things. things. And then in terms of uh, negotiating of money and all those, I remember we played a match on Saturday or Sunday. By the day before the match, I was at the minister's office with, I think, Kufu and somebody, to ask for bonus. I'm not used to these things. You know, and these were things that could easily because, affect you as a player. Yeah. My mind and everything had to be on how to lead the team to play on the field of play. Not the other stuff was not shouldn't be part of me, you know. And I had so many issues. And then also, I wouldn't say a mistake. I put on the ten shirt because I, I used to wear the eleven. Eleven. Put on the ten shirt, and I had calls from everywhere. People I didn't even know. I do kasawunti soon. I know shirt my ten shirt and say, eh. You didn't even know you were wearing number ten. I knew. I knew. I. I I think I opted for it. Oh, okay. Because now Pele was not there. Nobody was willing was, to. Was to, willing to take yeah. But I, I think I was very used to the eleven shed. Then yeah. I, I was very, very comfortable in it. No, I'm not talking about super. No, uh, super no, I get, no, I get. No, maybe you are wearing a very big shed. Yeah. You are well going into the shoes of one man yeah. who was deemed so huge yeah, yeah, that you know, yeah, uh, it was and, a responsibility yeah. you were going to carry. And like I said, all these things, I need to be nurtured into it. You know, to be taught. What did you do? to ease the tension that you met at the national team when you became captain? Of course, we, we, me and Kufu had always been very close in terms of what ought to be done, what we have to do, sponsorship, and it was always like fight, you know, because we were not happy. And sometimes I think one of the things that maybe let us down, we took a lot of issues on in our own hands. Oh, okay. Whilst we had to allow because we felt they weren't doing what they, they had to do. Yes. And, and so, you know, Kufo went to, um, was he, uh, Burkina Faso or whatever, and they, yeah. they, he was sent home. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And if you look, yeah. if you look at the issues, these are issues that him, Kufo, doesn't need to do it. To do the, it. the manager had to do it. But because they were not doing it, he had to, do it. He had to, he had to speak about it. And then you'll be victimized if you, if you, if you do these things. And it, it's been a problem, but it has changed. I think, if I'm very honest, from Nyantichi's era, yeah. Those things uh, uh, changed, a changed a bit, and it, it improved the, the team. And tell me briefly about the. I remember that um, within that period, in advance that we were pretty young and we were following the national team, there were so many things happening. In fact, we were watching black and white television in the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you were in Norway. But I do, yeah, yeah, I was, I was in the north. But I do recall some of the interesting stuff that surrounded you not being the captain of the Black Stars again. Do you look yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was, I was, uh, that was also uh, mismanagement. You know, I, I, I'm not supposed because to. Because be... I can recall, I can recall that, um, I remember I was pretty young, but I do recall the reports were that you had, you had seen the story on. on yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't told. 
I, in fact, we were going to a match in Germany, Wolfsburg, and I was the captain, choked at the back, watching my TV, you know, relaxing, and then I had a call from BBC, whoever it was, but it was an English uh, number. Uh, that the squad is out. Are you aware you are not part of this squad? No, I choked. <laughs> I was shocked. I said, eh? uh, no, uh, I was trying to play yeah, tough. Yeah. I was like, what? And truly, then I mean, after talking to the, uh, the, general. the journalist, I called one or two people and then I asked them, I said, yes. I said, ah, what happened? So if, even if that was the case, wouldn't they... I have called me just to inform me. So I, I still wanted to play. I still wanted to play. If, so you, so you, you were forcibly retired? From the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm saying that I was the captain of Wolfsburg. You understand me? Yes. And one way or the other, maybe they were not satisfied with me as the captain of the team. But I could still be part of the team. You understand? I could still be, I don't have a problem. I could still be part of them, contribute in a certain way. You understand me? Rather, they decided not to call me, not to tell me. I was out, out from the squad, and it became I was hurt. Telling you, I was, I was hurt. It hurt me so bad. I think the Black Stars has always been full of captaincy issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, and, and I think in our era, Kufu was able to, you know, soften a little bit because he was also big at that oh, time okay, then. Okay. So me and him had a very common understanding. Oh, okay. We were working towards. Um, sources yeah. for the team to be okay. Even we tried the likes of Tuadu and others oh, okay. joined the team. It was as a result of our effort. Oh, okay. Gerard okay. Samoa also yeah. came. You yeah. know, we spoke to them. I spoke to them. Before Anthony Bafo was also involved. At that time, Anthony hasn't hadn't come there. Also, yeah. he would call me, call Kufo, and then we, on the phone we talk. And not just them. There were Francis Dico. Yes. Dico. Yes. I yes. brought him to the. To oh, really? Single-handed. Last, I think there was a time. Uh, uh, Former of uh, Nyantichi, yeah. the president, yeah. even said it. I, 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 you know, and so we were like today, where you have the likes of uh, Lamte, yeah. uh, Tariq Lamte, and others coming. Naki and Coke, uh, they were interested, so we were approaching them on the secret, you know. We, so again, it is how we go about things. It is how we, and, and you can imagine those who were in charge then. Yeah. Yes. The same way they were with Pele, uh, Yebua, and all of them, the thing became an issue. It, 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 it exploded. Because they weren't managed well. Imagine I, I was bitter then, when I was out from the squad. I, I spoke about it, and if I had some feelings today, I say I'm sorry, I've always apologized. <laughs> <laughs> I was hurt though. I was really, really hurt. I, I couldn't believe it that my own people could do this to me. However, I kept my cool, and everything went on. I, I, I went ahead to become coach. I haven't coached mine. <laughs> I'm, coming to the, I'm coming to the coaching. <laughs> At what point did you realize that you could become a coach? Well, I, I had a friend who is now a big agent, and um, he had stopped playing. We were together. We played together in Cologne. Oh, okay. He moved to, uh, uh, he's even here in this picture. Oh, okay. Yeah, Michael uh, Beck. I see. Yeah. And so he asked me, Charlie, can we do something? And at that time I was still playing, I was in Denmark then. So we started to, we tried to start a little bit of an academy stuff. And uh, so he came one day, and when we come in, and I said, I will take over, I will do it. So he was standing, 
as I he was looking at me, watching me, what I was doing. I said, when we finished, I said, ah, have you coached before? I said, no. <laughs> I said, you could do this. Try it. So try it. He, he really encouraged me. So when I finished, I'm playing. This and first, the first thing I did was to do the Lancers B in Germany. Oh, okay. UFR B. Yeah. I did it and thank God in German, I, I passed. I passed the test and I had the lances. I came down here. In fact, I started 11 wise before going back again to do the course and then till now.